so and then much watch upset. the lesbian water sport anime. <laughs> I don't know what it's is called. Is it a water sport? Yeah, it's, they were like I in a oh, place and they're like on these like no, little but it's things. Like, they have the balance no, on these things where they're like bad. booty bumping to try and knock each other in the water. Seriously, <laughs> so yeah, you're watching lesbian water sports? No, Daniel is. Okay, on my end there was like me clapping, five minutes of silence, <laughs> and then y'all clapping. I think there's Perfect. a lot of lag between you and us. Yeah, I know. That's there okay. We'll make it be. sync up. That is it's really fine. like that's one of those wild things about like when you like like all of like the really like successful like quite well known podcasts that do record like remotely mm-hmm. like on a regular right. basis. I'm like how. How do like you office do that? ladies or whatever. How do they do that? They, they have, have a really good here. editor. True. So true. They have a really good editor, and you guys have me. <laughs> Definitely not what I meant. No. But also, I'm sure they pay a lot of money yeah. because they're both famous. No, I'm just kidding. Well, and yeah, and also the editor has a lot of training, and I don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Oh boy. This is off to a good start. Anyway, I love to what are we talking about? Wait, I have to do guys? the intro. We didn't do the intro. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hello to the singular person listening to this podcast. I'm Taylor. I'm Sarah. I'm Ro. And and we are we're good communicators. <laughs> this yeah, we're does not speak to that at all. <laughs> no, no, we're really good, you guys. No, no, don't, don't trust us. No, 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> Take our words for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Anyway, Ro, do you want to introduce what we're doing today? Because this, is your, this yeah. is your boat, and we're just I, I set up the ball, and I'll spike it. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Why did we try to... Um, we went so metaphor heavy, and then it, like, did not land. So not, no, it didn't. I set up the ball, and I'll spike it. No, that landed. <laughs> Thank you. So he's got to do a nice yeah. little, like, volleyball haiku reference. Haikyuu reference, I've yeah, never exactly. Seen Haikyuu. Raw house. Oh, dude, Haikyuu is so good. <laughs> what, bro? What was it that I I sent you a TikTok? It was like, if this is Haikyuu, I would watch it. And it was like, I don't remember what it was. Something really gay. I don't remember. Oh. It was something really gay, and I don't remember what it was. Was it the. Um, it was a long time ago. There's Daniel was telling me recently about oh, no. a. Uh, no, no, this is a good one. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Told me recently, he was like, he's like, I know you don't watch a lot of sports anime. And I was like, no, I don't like sports. I don't watch any sports. <laughs> he's like, but I found the, the, the only valid sports anime, and it's a, Is it's it Dick Fight Island. No, it was. It should be, but no, it was like lesbian. Uh, it was like a lesbian, like. I don't. The sport wasn't real. It was not like a real sport. But like all of the characters were lesbians, and the sport itself was like designed to be very like, like lots of innuendo and like very suggestive. <laughs> and so he was like, "It's just a bunch of 
cute lesbians like booty bumping each other into a pool (laughs) it's a sport i was like that does sound like the only valid sports anime it does sound like i would watch it (laughs) he's like but it doesn't have a dub i was like damn it I can't watch it. Oh, my yeah. favorite like sports anime meme is from Yuri on Ice, and mm. there's like this clip that goes around because there is there's this one guy that every all of his ice skates are like really sexually explicit for some yeah. reason, and it's like a very sexual <laughs> right. experience for him. And there's like one clip where he's like finishing the skate, and he's like, "I'm gonna come," and like, what? <laughs> and people are like, people are like putting these clips, and they're like. Wait, <laughs> me. Let's watch a nice gay, gay anime. <laughs> this guy is like, I'm gonna come. <laughs> oh, this ice skating is too much. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Oh my god. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Back to the topic at hand. Today we're talking about um, nonviolent communication. Nonviolent communication. Both the concept and the book. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys read the book? Yes. Yes. Uh, Sarah has. Okay, oh so I'm glad you have yours because mine is all the way over there and I can't reach it. open. I was like, I need to like, have this particular one open because I felt like it was a good one. Sarah um, also has a, a song that she wants to share from the book. Yeah! That was so <laughs> oh like. Oh my god, yes. Because like some of the, This was my favorite thing is like some of the chapters have like quotes or like poems from songs. Like, like in. Like, like. You, like you, you either finish the chapter or you're starting a new chapter, and it starts with like either a quote or a poem. But it wasn't all of them, which I thought was really weird, because normally if an author's going to do that, they're going to do it before every chapter, and it's like something yeah. that kind of like speaks to the topic of the chapter or like encapsulates right. a lot of the like, you know, the feelings around the topic or something. But like this one, it was like just some of them, and also I can't always tell what the point of it is. <laughs> so, but it was, it, there's a poem at the beginning of this chapter, or maybe the end of the last chapter, who's to say? Uh, and it's titled The Mask. It's by an unknown author, according froze. to this. But I thought it was a, kind of a, like a fun poem. At first I was like, oh, it's like one of those kind of like so-so, and then I read it out loud, and I was like, oh, actually, this is nice. Uh, it says, always a mask held in the slim hand whitely, always she had a mask before her face. Truly the wrist holding it tightly fitted the task. Sometimes, however, there was a shiver, fingertip quiver ever so slightly holding the mask. For years and years and years I wondered but dared not ask, and then I blundered, looked behind the mask to find nothing. She had no face. She had become merely a hand holding a mask with grace. Ooh. I know, right? Like, ooh, so what's that? It's very profound. I don't know what it has to do with the chapter, but it sounded cool. (laughs) (laughs) What was the chapter title? The chapter, it's chapter four. It's identifying and expressing feelings. Which, like, I can kind of, you can kind of see how that could, like, go along with sort of, like, masking. But it feels like it's not... It doesn't seem like it's, like, quite the same. Because, like, yeah, if you no, don't know how you know. to communicate about your feelings, that doesn't mean you're masking. It just means you are you don't have the vocabulary to communicate about feelings. Well, a man did write this book. That's so. true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, have mixed, I have mixed feelings about this book. Okay. Um, but I want you guys to start first because I haven't read the book in a long time. Like, it's been months um, since I read it. So I want you, it's like not as fresh in my mind, and I didn't have time to go and like review it. 
But I did read the book, and I did watch nine hours of him explaining the book. Nine hours? Oh, my God. Of the, the author explaining the book? Was this, like, was this like yes. as, part of, as part of your study of it? Yes. Okay. Well, I am curious, because, like, like, obviously, yeah, we can go over, like... Like, I, I, I have this chapter open specifically because I thought this was chapter was, like... This chapter resonated with me specifically because I personally have difficulty with like emotional naming so that's something that i'm like having to work on so this one i was like oh look identifying and expressing feelings but like when you say you have mixed feelings i'm very curious about that (laughs) yeah please please elaborate so okay i want to like give a brief like overview definition of like what nonviolent communication is first just for the listeners but it's this way of communicating where basically you um you like identify needs and wants and um sorry i'm like not gonna explain it very well no, it's all good. um but it's like hold on let me see if there's a definition online here let, I, let me i can kind of explain it. i think um, okay because yeah. the whole concept which is this is like how often depending on the kind of like therapy that you go to like mm-hmm. this is a very common therapeutic practice is like teaching people how to do this mm-hmm. which is like okay. when you communicate with someone especially in like a conflict kind of setting is like not just communicating how you feel but understanding where that feeling is coming from and understanding like how basically how to tell someone like oh, when this thing happened, like, I felt, you know, angry at you. But I wasn't angry because, like, I'm not just angry. But, like, I felt hurt because I, my, I, I had a set expectation. And then, you know, I expected this to happen. Yeah. And then, you know, you let me, like, you said you could make it. And so I was disappointed. And so I felt, you know, like, angry and upset. It's so basically, right. like, this is how I felt... And this is why, like, this is why I felt this is the need that I had that was not being met in this interaction. Right. And so that is where this feeling that I'm having is coming from, basically. Yeah. And I think that's great. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, my mixed feelings come in when he, he talks about a lot of, like, specific, like, language to use and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And ways of, like, solving disagreements. And I don't know how well it can work if you, you're, the other person is not also nonviolently communicating with ah, you. Ah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Because, like, the whole, the whole principle of, like, if, if, like, fundamentally you and whoever you're speaking to, kind of, kind of regardless of, like, you know, like you can take steps to like mitigate it and like lessen it to a degree but like fundamentally because your experience and your life are different and distinct from that person's experience in life you will not have the exact same understanding of all of the words that you're using as the person that is hearing yeah. those words that's true and i like i read this book while i was like substitute teaching right mm-hmm. and there are a lot of conflicts that come up with kids um, where, you know, one of them is like being really rowdy and I have a need for order in the classroom so I ask them to shut up basically Mm -hmm. and um, obviously that's not how you say it and it's not how you non-violently say it Yeah. Um, 
but it was like it was really hard to try to like um, utilize this resource in the classroom and maybe that's on me because I wasn't doing it right but I don't know it, I found it to be not super helpful I mean I feel like that's definitely not I don't think that that can be like I don't think that fault can be applied in that instance because like like you said it's communication is a two way thing it's, there's like there's multiple people involved in it and there's like there's the speaker's interpretation of what they're saying, but there's also the listener's interpretation of what they're saying, and, like, it, it's, it's, like there's not... It's not, like, a, a cut-and-dry thing. And also, in the, in the context of a classroom, there's so many people involved in the communication and so many interpretations of the communication that it's, like... I, I don't think that, like... Things like this, like theories, like this is how you should speak, like it's it's theory, you know, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can you can put it into practice, but like it never in practice never works the same way as it does in theory. It seems so clean in theory, but like it never, especially in in situations where like people's feelings and like like all of these things like when in situations where these things are involved it's just never going to like be like a clean smooth thing because people are not clean and smooth they're very complex and messy and yeah contradictory so yeah no i, I get that though yeah. well and i will say that yeah. I, I feel like and i think he there's like a whole chapter where he's talking about like, his, he's talking with his son and trying to get his son to, like, take the trash out. Mm-hmm. And it, like, you know, whatever. And he's, like, having a really hard time because he's, like, this is my expectation and you're not meeting the expectation. But, you know, there's, like, an aspect of, like, humanity to it where you have to realize, like, that... Like, you have to make it so the person understands, like, I am a human and my expectation is this to, like, you know, meet my human need and try mm-hmm. to meet that person where they're at. But, like, it has to be a pattern of communication. So especially in, like, your situation where it's, like, you know, you're substituting one class for one day. Like, yeah, a, yeah. a kid is not going to understand a new pattern of communication after one or two interactions. Like, it has to be sort of like a over time, like, you know, okay, I'm explaining this to you. Yeah. And you're getting it. And like, you know, we see after several interactions, oh, this does make it easier to interact, whatever. So it's like, you know, yeah, necessarily using it like one time is not, yeah. may not always like get the result you're looking for and I think that's kind of the point is like this is meant to be in like a relationship setting Mm -hmm. and not just like in you know like in any interaction with any individual you interact with because it does kind of have to be like habitual for it to work yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah because like we oh we were talking earlier because he he makes this point um I think in that same chapter or in a in a oh no in the chapter about I don't I don't remember but in one of the ta- he's he's talking about like the discourse around like corporal punishment and like spanking your kids, and it's like yeah, yeah like if like similar like creating a pattern of behavior and a pattern of communication, if your kid is always expecting to be spanked for doing something wrong, then they'll they'll be afraid of getting spanked, and they will you know th- and they'll they'll they might behave in the way that you want them to they might like meet your expectations. But they're doing it because they're afraid of being punished, and so right. in that when they're in another setting with another person, and that fear is not there because b- 
because you've you've set that expectation when they communicate with you but that expectation of communication is not present with every other person they communicate with so they don't go to their Mm -hmm. friends and fear being spanked or punished in that way they have a different pattern of communication with their friends and so it's like if you if you want it to be effective you have to like there has to be a why behind it that is like if you if you if somebody understands the why behind things then they're it's like they're more likely to internalize that and that can then affect how they behave in other situations with other people in other patterns of communication versus just like oh well i'm afraid of you but i'm not afraid of this person so I'm going to communicate right. and behave very differently with them than I do with you. I think I made my point. I that don't know sense. if I did. I don't think you did. <laughs> no, I think you did. It's like, I think I lost it somewhere. But. Yeah. yeah. So. I did like, so in this, in this particular pe- uh, chapter about the, um, like, identifying and expressing feelings. Speaking of things not being communicated clearly and people having like different definitions it has this whole list of words where it's like here's how here's feeling words that you might describe how like how you feel when your needs are being met versus here's a list of words that might describe how you feel when your needs aren't met um and the first word on the list of things that you might feel when your needs are being met is absorbed and, and both Taylor and I, when we were looking over it earlier, like, just, like, making, like, notes and stuff, we were like, that's a weird one. That feels like, yeah, that, that, that feels like one. a, that feels like a negative thing. That feels like a not, I don't, like, I'm not, my needs are not met. I feel like that, that, that word, like, almost feels like, like, your autonomy is being taken away or, like, you're not being allowed to take up, like, space in, like, as, as an individual, or is, like, absorbed. I don't want to feel it, absorbed. I see it as, like, being, like, absorbed into, like, a community and being, oh. like, connected and sort of, like, a part of something and not, uh, you know, disconnected mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I think of that when I think of absorbed. Hmm. That makes but more sense. But I could sense. see also... Why you would think of it as being, like, a loss of autonomy. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like, I'm not allowed to be just me. I have to be me in conjunction with you yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That is probably more how it was meant. That makes more Possibly. sense. Possibly. Or, I don't, yeah. I mean, that sounds yeah. more like a need being met versus, like, versus, like, needs not being met kind of word yeah so yeah interesting but you know that's what are some of the other words oh there's so many there's like i mean it's like two full pages two and a half full pages of words yeah that's right i remember that yeah there's like so when your needs are being met let's see there's absorbed affectionate alert ardent buoyant that's a fun one ardent um, like yeah, what is it? Like typically, that word is associated with like like an ardent lover. Like you're very passionate, yeah. like very Fervent. intense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, comfortable, complete. So that's another one. That's interesting. Complacent. Com- yeah, complacent is typically a bad word. Complacent is usually used yeah. 
in a in a negative sense to to mean that you've become too comfortable and you've like you've like relaxed you to the point that you are like letting go of things that shouldn't be let go or you know something like right. that right or like letting your guard down when there is imminent danger right it's which like, granted this book something. is old so True. it may also be like a when, when was this book like, I want to say it was like what's the, the late 90s? 90s it looks like it was made in the, the 90s copyright? it's past it these like it was made in the 90s it's on the next page is it mm-hmm. oh you're so right uh, copy copyright two thousand three. Yeah, that tracks. That's All later right. than I expected. That's twenty years old. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, it's twenty years old, but that's still much. Well, later this also than I could be just like a, a newer edition, a reprinting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, let me look at mine now. I want to know because mine looks different than yours. Zestful. Zestful. Ooh, <laughs> we have a zest for life. I just posted that episode yesterday. <laughs> yes. The zest for life episode. Zest for, oh, life. Zest for life episode. Uh, keyed up. That's another one that's like that feels. That's yeah, usually quite used bad. to be like, like you're like overstimulated or like too like 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 hyper vigilant yeah, like, like a paranoid hi- or like hyper energized in a you know in a situation that like doesn't require it or like or or actively requires something different of you it's like keyed up is normally that's used. interesting because i've i've always heard the only person i've ever heard use that phrase is and um he would use it in the context of like when we go into worship as worship leaders in the Christian church like we are keyed up or whatever because we're like energized and anxious and um, sort of you know like on stage we're supposed to be leaders and like there's an energy that comes with that or whatever and like it's interesting, interesting. it's like an exciting thing that's really yeah. That's generally not how that word is used. Yeah, but I've, also doesn't surprise me that he would be using that word wrong. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. I mean, like I, <laughs> he's like, I no, can, no, I'm gonna make it mean whatever I want it to and mean. I can, I can see it in that context because, especially if he's talking about like so a context where there's like a lot of like where that kind of intensity is. There's, like, yeah, intended, there's an intensity, yeah. almost a, a pressure to to you know perform or to achieve something particular. I can see that, uh, but I've yeah, I've normally. Uh, heard it used in a a, a more in a like negative way. Yeah, negative or or at the very least like not a positive way. Um, right. On the flip side, ooh, rapturous. That's another good one. Ooh, <laughs> on the flip side, uh, some of the words to describe when you are your needs are not met are funny as well. Uh. There's been I think that a funny that aroused is being used on both lists. Yeah, aroused is on both lists, which is odd. I don't think I've ever felt oh, aroused when my needs are not met. Well, arousal in like a clinical term is yeah. just right. the understanding for like that there is like a heightened amount of anything. Yeah. So technically, you can have negative or positive arousal. Yeah. Have like an arousal of anger. Mm-hmm. That's true. You can. I also I like the inclusion of blah on this list of words. Yeah. Me I too. feel blah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's some good ones. Disgruntled is always a good one. Ooh, yeah, cool. Oh, I like harried as well. <laughs> keyed up is also Harry on this keyed list. Keyed up is also on this list. Keyed Interesting. Up. 
And there's a there there's a lot more words to describe when your needs are not met. That's another thing that's interesting. I guess that's interesting because you this I don't know like you kind of need to pay more attention to your how you're feeling when your needs are not being met. Yeah. Than you do when your needs are being met because when you're being met it's like okay there's no course of action I need to take right now like things are great yeah but when your needs are not being met it's like okay it's well like, oh, I need to do something it. about yeah. this or whatever yeah I need to fix it in some way or you know settle into it in some way yeah well like neurologically yeah. speaking that is what you're like that is what the brain is designed to key into is like uh oh something's wrong fix yeah. it fix it fix it and to like really focus on yeah. when things are wrong because when things are wrong they need to be fixed and when things are okay. We can just coast. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. I had a biology teacher who um, always would use the, like, uh, metaphor of, like, he would have a marker and hold it up here, and he'd be like, the marker is designed to get to, like, the lowest place of energy, because that's where we all want to be. We all want to be expending the lowest amount of energy that we possibly can, or whatever. So he would drop it, and it would, like, roll on the floor until it was, like, as low to the ground as possible. Hmm. But, anyway. Okay. I see it. I get where he's going. He also used to, like, throw books on the ground when he was mad at <laughs> He would, he would, he would, nobody can see this, but he would always sit like this, kind of, Like, you know really I mean? lean forward? Yeah, and he was super tall, so whenever he would get mad, he would, like, raise up to his full height and, like, do this whole number. Oh my god. And he would have a book, and he would just, like, throw it on the ground, <laughs> and then he would storm out of the room. Men are the worst. Oh my god. Men are the worst. One time, oh no. I didn't see this happen. Okay. But there were rumors oh, no. of, um, we had like a, you know how schools have like PA systems or whatever in their rooms. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like an old school like speaker PA system. Right. And he um, got really mad about it like going off in the middle of class or whatever. So we <laughs> went, ripped it off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in fact ripped off the wall when I was in class there. So I'm like, I oh, believe that gosh. that was true. <laughs> That sounds like it, <laughs> like could it just be true. was gone. That is so funny. Yeah. We were so speaking of feminist rants, uh, or speaking, <laughs> yes. I guess speaking of like anger control issues. I was having a feminist rant yeah. this morning uh, because I saw Obviously. the tail end of a Marco Polo that Taylor had sent me <laughs> days ago, where she was talking oh about God, like what happened. <laughs> she was talking about how like there was like like. In, in a, like, male-dominated office, there are so many more, like, interpersonal issues and, like, conflicts and stuff like that. And, like, s- like, like you it's always so have much to tell harder. People, like, you have to fix your bad attitude. Yeah, and it's so much harder. <laughs> yeah. And it's so much harder to, like, mitigate those conflicts because, like, like mm. just versus being in a, like, female-dominated office where, like, almost none of that exists and it's, like, very, like, serene most of the time in terms of, like, interpersonal yeah. conflict between employees. And I watched the tail end of that because, again, that was from days ago and that's not even what she was talking about. And I was like, I was like, huh, yeah, that's that's the thing. And then it, like, sparked in me that that whole, like, oh, right, I've I've been lied to because I've been told right, my because entire girls are dramatic. Yeah, I've been told my entire life that girls are dramatic and and women can't be friends with each other because they're so catty and petty and they get right. into these cat fights. You could never and all have this. oceans 
yeah, eleven and versus with girls guys because has, like guy friendships are so easy and like chill because like they they don't you just like, punch each other yeah. when, you need to, when you're mad at each other as if that's <laughs> like a good way of solving a conflict yeah, and as if that does anything yeah. other than just yeah, other than just, just like making punched. like breeding more resentment punch. that just like is an undercurrent for your whole relationship and that's why you don't talk that's why you don't know your friend's last name because you don't talk because you can't talk because you're resentful because all of your exactly. conflicts are like this it's the worst and so that just set me off because I was like oh I've been lied to my entire life this is another thing that has just been thrown around so flippantly that everybody believes it to be true. And I've been lied to about this. Yes. And like, I remember vividly, like a couple years ago, having like a whole like angry meltdown because I realized in like a rush that all of the times that I was, that it was said or I was told like, oh, women drivers, oh, women are such bad drivers. Like, oh my gosh, like women behind the wheel be careful and then I was like that literally doesn't line up with any of the statistics all of the statistics are that men are worse drivers and women are very careful drivers and very good drivers and yet women die in our accidents more because men are such shit behind the wheel and they've projected all of that onto women well, and because also, they can't do anything wrong well and also cars and safety like belts and literally aren't designed for you know, women. airbags and stuff are designed for men and not women yes oh yes absolutely so we're more likely to die yeah or you guys are more likely we're, to die we're, yeah like women are women are less likely to cause fatal accidents and exponentially more likely to die in in fatal accidents in fatal or and accidents. i should i should say this like like People in feminine bodies, people in like people with like smaller frames. Yeah, the yeah people in they smaller don't have frames. Smaller yeah, frames. they design seatbelts yeah. for people that are taller, and like so then like the exactly. seatbelt cuts you weird, and like yeah, the airbag will hit you like in the face instead of in the chest where it's supposed to hit right. you, and like all these things because exactly. they're putting people in like taller, bigger frames in the seat, and even the way the seat itself is designed, like the headrest is like the way my headrest is designed, is it pushes my my face forward. Like I can't, yeah. I can't. That's because men like, get in the car and then they angle the seat back like of this. Of course they do. And then they fucking drive <laughs> yeah, like laying exactly. down. But if I drive like that, then I can't reach the pedal. Yeah, I can't see anything. Exactly. And so like nothing about this car is designed for. And so like yeah, so like I had a, a vivid and like very like like angry horrible meltdown about like the injustice of like cars and men saying that like women are such terrible drivers all the time. I was like, this literally, I've been lied to my entire life. Everybody has been lying to me and they are projecting, like, m like masculine people are projecting this stereotype onto feminine people to cover for their own inadequacy. Like, that's what's going on. Yeah. And it happened again with the fucking conflict resolution. And they're like, oh, women are so catty and petty and they can't be friends. And it's like, men can't be friends. Men can't manage their own conflicts. This is so stupid. And I hate it. And I've been it's on a so rant stupid. all day. It's so, God, it's so <laughs> stupid. Um, yeah, men suck. And so I men embarrassed a Chick-fil-A employee about it because I was, I was so <laughs> flustered and so angry that I was having trouble ordering. And he was like... I get it early. You haven't had your coffee. And I was like, well, then I'm on a feminist rant too. And he was like, okay. <laughs> he should have been like, hell yeah, you are. I know. <laughs> it was like some teenage boy. It was some teenage boy. He's probably like, I what? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't get paid enough to deal with this. <laughs> and I'm like, for the record, I was not like rude to him. I was just like, 
He was no, just like, what? <laughs> I was just like, I feel so flustered and like out, bent out of shape because I've been thinking about this so early in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, yep, have, have a good day. <laughs> I wish he had had the response that that guy had had that um, tapped me on the shoulder at Disney World and was like, um, are you reading Yowie? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Yowie? And I was like, Wait. yes. Yes, I am. And he was like, hell yeah, get it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hell yeah, get it. Get it. That is the perfect response. Oh my god, I love it. That's I hadn't so heard funny. this story. That's so funny. Oh, dude. It was so funny. Because I was reading... What was I reading for the audience? Um, just in public. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to put a nice little sound effect right before this awkward silence, and then Rose is going to leave the rest of it in. <laughs> so it's just yeah, a exactly. Long, awkward silence. Yeah. Right before a little, like, do 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 do, like, time skip noise. And Blake and I were crying in the car when we were listening to that clip. <laughs> and there's, like, a time skip, and then the long, awkward silence. Oh, my goodness. Oh, dude. I love it so much. So cute. No, I want to look at my library. Okay, here it is. It is called Deco Boco Sugar Days. <laughs> Sugar Day. I guarantee that every person it listening is, is on the really edge cute. of their seat to hear the title of that. It I sounds know. like a My Little Pony name. You're welcome, it everyone. Kind of like a My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to go rush it out and buy that is. manga now. I know. Yeah, good. You should. No, honestly, it's not that good. It's fine, but it's not like <laughs> it's groundbreaking. It's all right. It oh, it pepper. breaks the stereotype of like um, manga where it's what's happened. <laughs> she like leaned over and Pepper got tangled up in the headphone cord. <laughs> like almost ripped the headphones out of both of our ears. She's like trying to figure out how to get out of the headphone cord. <laughs> She's like, oh no 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 no. Oh my god, that's so oh, funny. Anyway, sorry, sorry, keep going. <laughs> well, I was just I was just gonna say that it breaks the manga trope of like, um, you know, some guy is gay because his mom used to put him in dresses or whatever oh. when he was little. Yeah. But it doesn't do that, so never mind. Oh. Oh. Well <laughs> So don't read it. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't read it. It's, it it's it's not breaking any ground. It's Instead, a, go no, watch that Yuri on Ice episode where that guy yeah. comes while he's skating. And then, yeah, there you go. Watch that. Instead. And then watch, watch the instead. lesbian water sport anime. I don't know what it's Is called. Is it a water sport? Yeah, it's, they were like I in pools like, and they're like on these like no, little but it's things. Like, they have the balance no, on these things while they're like that. booty bumping to try and knock each other in the water. Sarah's over here watching lesbian water sports. No, Daniel is. I haven't seen it. Sarah's, Sarah's here and the point is going whoop. I know it's incredible um, We're both over here like No no not like a water sports anime. Like they're in the water And it's sports Like they're One time Daniel and I got in like a really Vicious argument about whether or not Water oh sports God. was an acceptable or unacceptable Thing to engage in What side were you on? Daniel is very anti-water sports Apparently Wait. Really? What? He was like, it's unsanitary. <laughs> so is all of sex. 
<laughs> have you ever engaged in any sort of sexual activity? All of it is fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, all of it is gross. <laughs> I don't know why it's making me laugh um, so hard. Do we want? Do we want? Do we want to um, break and restart the Zoom meeting so that we can? Um, because it says it's gonna end in like a minute. It does say yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna kick us out. Hang on one second. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's not that I, it's not that I'm shocked that he has like a weird opinion. It's more than it's just one that I didn't know about. He's got a lot of weird ones. He does have a lot of weird ones. I was like, honestly, who cares? <laughs> I did, in fact, miss the subtext that water sport was like. <laughs> you kept saying it's a water sports anyway. We were like, no, 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 no. I, like, no, I missed that entirely. Long clip right in the middle of the podcast. I'm going to let's just like wheezing, we're laughing so hard. Oh my god. We're still recording. We're gonna have to just title this episode Water Sports. Holy fuck. missing that subtext entirely and also I'm just it's really funny <laughs> that, Dan- that Daniel has this like really strong opinion about water sports about what- <laughs> because, uh, not because it's unlike him but just because it's another one of his stupid weird opinions <laughs> it's like, it's like I, this is the like, hill I will die on yeah. like why who cares like I, like, I don't you've probably heard him you say something you don't have to do it <laughs> yeah it's like nobody's forcing you you may have heard him say something about how feet are so gross, but yes. like I've heard him say many. He does exactly. not like feet. It's like a really strong thing for him. He's like a really big ick about feet. Daniel's very anti feet. He's very anti feet, and it's not just it's not other people's. It's all feet. His own feet. He doesn't like feet at all, and it's just one of those things where I'm like it. it cracks me up because I'm like this is a lot of energy devoted to something that is meaningless <laughs> to fate <laughs> to yeah. this is a whole lot oh my god we should get him a subscription so to WikiFeet oh my gosh <laughs> the what we should, we should get him a subscription to WikiFeet <laughs> oh fuck Anyway. Sarah's just fucking like, <laughs> wheezing for like five minutes. This is just like five so minutes of the recording funny. and it's just Sarah laughing at Daniel not being into water sports. That's... But that's the thing is it's not just one of those things where it's like, oh, I just don't like that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah I like, like, no, I'm going like, to argue about this Yeah, like, tell me, like, nobody can engage in it because it's gross. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm going to judge you, like, and, like, I'm going to, like, make moral judgments against you because I think it's nasty. <laughs> Because I think it's gross. This it's went disgusting. really far from nonviolent communication to water sports. <laughs> That's kind of our Doesn't brand, it always. Though, That's our brand. It's talking about water sports. <laughs> I, I don't think we've yeah, ever going. talked about water sports before, actually, honestly. We're doing pretty good. No, I don't think so either. I think... There... There is an episode... I don't oh, know if no. we posted it yet. No, we definitely have. We definitely have. 
but it's like where I say something about like one of my kinks or whatever and I'm like really embarrassed um, to say like what it is and you have an idea of what it is and you're like I know what you're about to say and then I say it and you're like that is absolutely not what I thought you were going to say in no way what I expected and I go did you think I was going to say and you say you could not pay me to tell you what I thought you were going you still I'm going to the grave with that second it might have been Sarah also thought it. <laughs> I think so too, but we don't know that Sarah and you thought the same. We thing. don't because none of us are ever going to talk about it. No, we are not. No, exactly. We are absolutely besides me who will bring it up at occasion to see if you will tell me. I will never tell you. I will absolutely die. Damn it. <laughs> It'd be like my dying breath, and I'll just be like, <laughs> it was you this. You be- like, it's like everybody's in the hospital. You're hooked up to all these monitors, and you're like, I'm like, get Rose. I thought Rose Kink was. <laughs> thought Rose was in the water sports. Get Rose. It was not but that. That's not what it was. No, it's it? not that. Yeah, I, didn't think so. no. I didn't think so. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said it. Oh, no. What a, di- what a way to go. Like, what a last. Can you imagine me, like, what was your dying words? <laughs> like, just like, water I just sports. I just hundred mouths. <laughs> it's just like some kink. Oh no. yeah! Don't even, cause I'll like I like to envision in this timeline that I'll be by your side when you die. <laughs> so like, just don't even say like Rose King was just, da, da, da. just, just say, say it <laughs> and have that just be your last <laughs> word. I want to know if you think you know what you think we are thinking. Oh, of. <laughs> you have an idea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it could possibly be. Or do you not know? Or could you not... Could somebody not pay you enough to say? <laughs> no, I really don't know. Because I'll say, like... I'm trying to think if it's, like... I'm, I'm I'm caught between... Is it, like, because it's, like, amoral? Or because it's gross? Or because... Whatever. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? Because our threshold is so high for things Truly. we'll talk about. That's what and our threshold is so high on both counts of like this might be considered amoral and also this might be considered disgusting. Like, I know, we're the like, threshold is like we don't way talk about literally everything on here. <laughs> I remember one time I think Sarah asked you like what is your um <laughs> what is what is your thing that you won't do in bed or whatever and you just immediately were like knife play. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that one's too much, but... That's the one thing that you said no to. That's also the oh only book that I have read where I was, like, reading about some sort of sexual act where I literally went, Because <laughs> it was... And I had to, like, skip over that part because oh, I, like, no, I'm very squeamish about oh, any yeah. sort of, like, body... Like, I don't like the idea, not even of pain, but, like, that specific type mm-hmm. of, like, where I was, like, Ugh, like yeah, that kind of grossed me yeah. out. And I was like, that's the only time I've ever read a book where there was, like, a sex act that I went, ugh, and I, like, had to skip it because I was, like, so bothered by it that it wasn't just, like, oh, I don't prefer that, but it was, like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was, like, too much for me. There was, like, very graphic descriptions of, like, blood, and I was, like, oh, that's, yeah, like, a little too much for me. Yeah, Yeah. that's not for me either, Mm -mm. but, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, my threshold is knife play. (laughs) I have thought so many times about, like, 
what if anyone from my work ever finds this podcast, which I've actively tried so hard to oh, make yeah. it impossible to ever connect they me will to never. this. No, they would never. never. They would have to know about it, and I would never tell them, specifically because yeah. of this kind of thing. Remember? Yeah, because, like, you can't know I don't want to have... I don't want my boss to listen to this, and I, and I have to explain to my boss what water sports is. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I promised that he wouldn't know what it was, and he wouldn't look it up, and then yeah, he'd come and be like, what's be water like, sports? What are you and I'd be like... Oh my god! I don't need to describe every 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 sexual act that's like a little bit more exotic than anal to my boss. <laughs> <laughs> a little more exotic than PB kisses. <laughs> he was Ugh. talking about that yesterday, and I was like, "No, can we stop talking about this, please. Please just say a blowjob." Please God, like just there are so yeah, many other better god. names for it. Please, I'm begging you. That's the that's objectively the worst name for it. It's so yes. bad. It's so bad. It's, it's so bad. Like on purpose, and he admits that it's on purpose yeah, it's, to it's make funny. it. He's like, he's like, ah. but it's also one of those things where he's. I think he started saying it because he thought it was funny and ironic, and now he accidentally says it not ironic. <laughs> it's not very cash money of him. <laughs> I'm gonna say that every time he says it. That's not very cash money of you. <laughs> That's not very cash money of you. I need to bleep out racks when I said my boss's name. Oh, no. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I'm going to bleep out where we said... Oh, that's, that's fair. That's I forgot we said his name yeah. twice. I laughed. Yeah. I I meant to I meant to not say his name, and then I didn't. I also <laughs> laughed so hard <laughs> in the episode where we kept saying the guy's name. <laughs> over and over and over again But we weren't saying his name We were saying like a bastardization of his name But it yeah. sounded so similar to his name That we had to bleep it out like <laughs> Over and over and over again <laughs> so, like this is not enough You were like This is not enough like, to You can't say this in. name But also yes it is this name Yeah, yeah Blake was It was funny because Blake didn't remember what he said And I was like oh we said Calling him that, and I was like, "Yeah, that was that was your idea of like a way of disguising his name." My favorite was when yeah, he was like, right. "Oh, was that Randy?" And it's like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> we keep- that is the best part of that podcast. <laughs> that is the <laughs> best part of every episode we've ever made. Is where I go, "Who's Randy? <laughs> Who's Randy?" <laughs> Where he like, he just oh sounds like God. he sounds like so relieved when he says it, and he's like, oh, "Randy." He's like, "Oh, I remember it." It's like, "Ah, oh, I got it." No, you we did it two seconds ago. You don't got it. I love that this episode so has gone from like nonviolent to communication to men are trash to let's just like let's just greatest hits this. Let's just like do just like a about our greatest. Let's hit. just like memory yeah, do you lane. Remember that this. time when we did da 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 da. I do feel like we need to do like a greatest hits podcast episode. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. One of those ones where we like play clips and we like react to the clip yeah. we talk about like oh I oh, love that yeah. really it's funny. We could do that and also we could do where I find quotes from the podcast and you guys guess who said them. Ooh. Oh, that would be so fun. That would be good. Because <clears throat> it would be literally impossible. Like, absolutely. People impossible. will tell me like a week after I said that and be like, oh, I'm laughing at this part <laughs> from the podcast. I'm like, I, did I black out? Because I don't even remember talking about that. <laughs> I was literally listening to like the most recent one that was posted and I was like, I don't remember having this conversation. The one about <laughs> the... <laughs> Yes, that's for life one. Yes, I was like, I don't remember. What were this we talking life. about? Oh I don't know. <laughs> that's why I don't remember. I don't remember it. what we were talking about in Zest for Life. So I think I put, I, 
I think I put in the description, like, honestly, who does have a zest for life? That's so true. I think most, like most people. I don't know. People uh, that are mentally well. I don't know about this. <laughs> people like, well, fair enough. I don't know about all that. People who are mentally well, fair. Oh my goodness. Well, this has gone thoroughly off the rails. <laughs> have we ever made an episode where it didn't go off the rails? No, that's what I was saying earlier, is like, this is kind of our brand, where it's like, we started off talking about one thing, and then we went wildly in a different direction. Yeah. This yeah. is like every episode. To be fair. Oh what? I was just gonna say. To be fair, like I should have, um, you know, like rewatched the videos or, ah. or reread some of the book or eh. whatever, and I just did not have time. Meh. Yeah, the idea was that we were gonna do this forever ago, and it just like hasn't happened because it's it just didn't kind happen. of like a logistical yeah. nightmare. And it yeah. was just like oh. Well, I'm like I like to, in yeah. fairness to you because like I read it, but like I was like I was like. Like I do so much of, uh, like I have done all of the homework I've ever uh, had to do. I was like, oh, I gotta read this, and so that I'm prepared for the thing. And then I forgot until it was like way too close to the thing, and so I read it in a frantic yeah. like fever dream. And then we like didn't <laughs> do it that weekend, and so I forgot a lot yeah. of it. Is yeah, in, that's the thing. In the classic fashion of most neurodivergent people, yes. Sarah is suffering from terrible pathological demand avoidance, where it's like, I must do it, therefore I cannot. Yes, exactly. Dude. Yes. So. I get it. Um, there was also a little podcast. The whole thing that, like, um, made me want to um, go on this um, nonviolent communication kick yeah. was... Hold on, let me find it. Liturgist. Um, oh, I love the Liturgist <clears throat> podcast. Yes, they talked about it on the Liturgist podcast, which mm. is, um, what's his name? Which is a um, much better and more Gunther. serious podcast than ours. Yes, agreed. They don't talk about water sports um, at all. That sounds boring. No. Not <laughs> <laughs> that I know of. I don't know. Does that make us better? Um, I'm just kidding. Mm, yes. Uh, yes. But yeah, it, they... <laughs> There's an episode called. <laughs> there's an episode that was posted in um, September called "Nonviolent Forgiveness," and it was really interesting. And I don't oh. remember what it was about. So, if you have any interest in this, hmm. please go. You know, listen to the videos. There's videos on YouTube of um, Marshall Rosenberg um, describing nonviolent communication and um all that good stuff if you would rather listen to it or there's um you know the book nonviolent communication by marshall rosenberg or you can listen to this nonviolent forgiveness podcast but yeah anyway hmm. yeah if you want like actually a good representation of this topic <laughs> you want to like learn something exactly <laughs> go anywhere you else learn something go somewhere else that's what i'm saying yeah you want helpful right, well, information. Don't listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to us. Oh, Do we want to end this episode and go on to the next episode? I think it is time. Yes. I think we've 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 got to we've got to leave enough time at the end of the episode for you to insert that story Sarah was telling about the kid at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Wait. Oh, but I said it twice. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. There's like 6 minutes of content at the beginning of this recording. Oh, yeah. Just us like talking. Yeah. Oh, no. That I will put in there, don't you worry, oh, you're pretty oh, little Oh, excellent, thank don't you. Don't you worry, you're pretty little <laughs> <laughs> I, told, I told my grandpa that one time. <laughs> I'm sure he loved that. 
Yeah, I don't remember in what context, but he thought it was really funny. Oh, so that's funny. hilarious. Oh my god. All right. All right. Thanks and we're sorry. All right. Thanks and we're sorry.